do we want to do like a funny little like uh thing before or do we want to just 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 get right into it let's let's just get right into it (laughs) jeremy's had enough of my antics and just wants to do a podcast all right folks good morning good afternoon good evening good night and happy new year happy new year jeremy happy new year yay Hooray, we survived. Um, would 20, you say it was Hell Year? Huh? Would you say we survived Hell Year? Uh, well, let's see how this one turns out. So, <laughs> exactly. Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if we need a sequel to last year. Give me that. Well, if you think about it, every year is a sequel to the year prior. Well, yeah, but I mean, last year, I don't know. I guess I kind of. I don't know. There, there were some good parts of last year. I, you know, I know a lot of people can't really say that. I mean, for me, I there, there were some good good parts that came out of it. But as far as certain things, such as you know, being locked down in my Faraday cage in my house and everything else, it's like you know that rates about a twelve on the crap a meter. But other than that, it's. Yeah, all right. yeah, I think I think di- different people have different experiences, and I think right. we're. We're lucky both in our professional lives and just, you know, being able to do this and like among other things. Um, And and the cool thing is we got it in on the, on the podcast territory before, you know, everyone else who was locked inside was like, well, I'm going to start podcast. I think we were lucky in that regard, but uh, regardless of whether or not you're a, a valiant podcaster or a person who is doing essential work or a person who is just, working you know we will wish you a happy new year absolutely so how the hell have you been jeremy we oh, we uh we had a bit of a, a a kerfuffle on the uh on a on trying to do something a little earlier last year it seems like yeah. you're doing a lot better yeah i i had just i i didn't have a lot of symptoms i just had just this irritating cough and i mean it just it would just take over at times and it's just so I mean that I wouldn't say it's completely gone, but it's definitely on the downhill mend and stuff. But um, I mean today was kind of the first first day that I really kind of got out. And in Kansas City, we've had um, between four and six inches of snow, which at one time around here is kind of it's kind of an oddity. It's not that it doesn't happen, but it's pretty rare that it does. So so I ended up. Uh, taking the kids sledding and so so of course they kind of triple dog dared me to sled down this giant hill and i did and i crashed but that's okay it was fun and you know so it was it was it was, it was a fun time with the kiddos so it was, it was all right right on right on that's always good being with family oh yeah being good being with good family yeah uh, is always good but around around these these parts I'm not sure if, if way down south and not how they're feeling this, but at least in Japan, we got hit with a huge cold front. Like it's, even down south here, people on like the southern islands are like, oh, my God, and just like getting out, uh, like their jackets and their scarves and their like their hats. And they're like, we haven't worn these in a long time. <laughs> and even last year wasn't all that bad. So uh, probably been a couple of years since they pulled that stuff out. But. Yeah, just been spending the New Year's holiday just chilling out, just chilling out, and it, it was good. It was very good in terms of at least kind of a mental break from a lot of crap. So, yeah, but we're cool. back. It's the begin, the first weekend of the new year. So, if somebody's listening to this, will probably say, "Well, why didn't this come out on that day?" It's a thing called editing, kids. We don't do we don't release an episode without editing, so that that t- can take up to two weeks. So and, and, and basically, John's got to fix all my dumb mistakes that I say. So it's all good. So. <laughs> I have to fact check Jeremy on literally yeah. every word. No, uh, it, it's stuff like it's what I edit for is just to I don't, I don't ever think it's anything bad or you know, over overwrought that I have to do in terms of editing. But if I just left it as is, it's never. Fun, and we don't have a theme song. Like we'd have a theme song probably until the fall. So, if we I didn't do any editing, we would have no theme song. 
which I've, I've heard mixed responses to. And my, my answer is, uh, it's wonderful. And my friend Monica did, did it. And uh, you should listen to her. You should listen to all her music. And she does a lot of music in English, too, not just Japanese. So she's actually really super talented. So, Jeremy, we aside from our normal chats about like what we've been doing, mainly because it's the new year, we haven't really been doing a lot. But you had, I want to say this was probably three years ago. Uh, Correct me if that's wrong. It's a little bit long. I mean, it was closer to six years ago. Um, okay. It was, I mean, if, if you want, I'll give the background on everything and stuff. So. Well. Uh, I mean, I mean we'll, we'll get into it, I guess. So. Right. Well, I'm, I think we'll kind of dive right into it. Because I think today, because of being for being the new years, and we can we can talk about general goal setting and whatnot. But I think what was interesting, what you had talked about, what you'd done uh, those couple years ago, and we just kind of talked about it a little. We had never really dived into it really in our conversations. But I feel, and you put this out there to me, and I, I deeply concur that with the start of the new year, it's important to, to re-examine one's training and seeing how one can how we can re-examine how we look at both our training and our kata and whatnot and this what you did goes back to an old principle that a lot of people kind of pay lip service to but they don't really i guess work on entirely so i'll let you take it away in terms of what you worked on i'll kind of bounce off what you're talking about so um, I'll, I'll just kind of give the background a little bit. In 2013, my mom passed away, and mom and I we were really we were really close. I mean, I grew up in a military family. While dad was on different you know exercises or you know deployed different places, it was, it was mom and me. You know, I mean, there were a lot of times even in high school. You know, a lot of my friends, they'd be out partying. What would I be doing? I'd be, you know, helping mommies around the house, going and getting things from the store. Or And usually after that, I'd end up at home playing Monopoly with mom or, or you know, Clue or something. You know, just something that took that time away. So, I mean, my mom was um, a real big part of my life. And when I lost her, I, I will say this, the, the rest of that year, it, it was a really weird year because birth of my son, my father-in-law passed, my mom passed. It, it was it was kind of a it was a wild year, and I'll be perfect. When mom passed, I was numb probably for a good four or five months, like almost just walking around like it was. I it was like kind of my compass was gone, and so about thanksgiving that year i started thinking you know i need to get grounded so that i feel like i can move forward with me you know with my mom gone and so i came up with basically two activities i wouldn't say it was a resolution but it was like let's start on january 1 and we're going to go all year so I came up with two activities. One I will mention, but that's all I'm going to do. And that that was I was I was going to read my Bible every day. Boom. So that was one, just just for spiritual recollection. I mean, even if I didn't have anything, I went and tried to get some proverbs or something to kind of get me some wisdom around something. So the second part was I wanted to go back to to the base of my training which was which in our in our art the base of our training is is uh Nanchi Shodan. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna study Nanchi Shodan for at least thirty minutes every single day for a year. You know, I I mean I didn't have time to do an hour, two hours, three hours every day, but right. let's set 30 minutes aside every day. We're going to stay not showing. And so I'm like, well, that's a great goal, but what does that entail? So I started coming up with a framework of how I was going to go about doing it. So that that's kind of how I'll lead into the next part of what I did. Um, so 
for the first week, I brought I broke it up into several weeks right off the bat. The first week, all I did was try to do that kata just as natural, free of any kind of thought or hey, this goes here, this goes here, that you know, just bang go. And near the end, I ended up taking a couple of videos of it. I was like, all right, okay. And so I'm watching it and I'm like, okay. That's kind of interesting. And so the second week, I did the very first basic Nachi Shodan that we did. And I took, at the end of that week, I mean, extreme basic. Took video of that, started comparing. I'm like, okay, this is where this is coming in, this is where this is coming in, things like that. You know, and then the next week I did another version of Nachi Shodan. I mean, and we... In the system that that I've been a part of, I I can rattle off eight different versions of Nanachi Shodan that we that I've learned over the years, at least. I mean, right off the bat, off the top of my head, I can rattle off eight right now. Right, and I think we'll the best way I think we can probably talk about that because we've kind of mentioned that we we, we kind of gave the game away when when we had David on mm-hmm. uh, when we were talking about Hard and Soft. Mm-hmm. But when you talk about that, we're just talking about basic like variations on yeah. different parts of it. It's not yeah. necessarily a completely. Well, I mean, how how is organized was a different version. Yeah. And, so, and basically, what it really boils down to is you have different timing. Maybe you accent something just a little bit differently. You just do just a couple things just a little bit differently. Right. So and that's. That's how I kind of did and clear up till the first part of March. And I started started looking at, okay, how I just do it, just boom, out of, you know, out of shoot, boom, don't think about it, just go. And I started seeing, okay, I'm picking up this part and this basic one and this and this advanced form and things like that. And, but then I'd start looking at, okay, there's still certain things that are coming into this kata, if I just naturally flow into it, just go, as, as I like to put, just do it, that are not coming out of kata. And so that that took a lot to really boil down into it. So, And I kept going on and on and on. And so it, it, it continued over over months. And then I, I, was, I was fortunate to have really some really good good people that I was training with at the time and I was able to do techniques and stuff like that. And so some of the times that I'd do my 30 minutes, I'd be working with these people and I'd be working on different techniques. And finally, about, I'd say about four months into the summer, we're getting about August, August time frame and stuff. August so around Labor Day-ish, you know, late August, first part of September. Oh, that's most of the year. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to figure out where am I getting these little nuances at? I mean, just out of the blue, totally different. It's not showing up in any of the versions of Kyle. I'm like, what is it? And finally, I was picking it up on, um, one day I was working with one of the guys and stuff, and, and I was working on Bonkai. And it was just little, little shuffle steps and little this and little, little hand tweaks and different things like that. And it actually took me a couple of weeks going back and forth. It's like something's there and I'm not, I wasn't picking up on it. And finally, yeah, it was, it, it was after Labor Day that I finally really started picking up on it. I was like, I'm actually develop. I mean, I'm putting that those little things from the technique into my kata. And I mean, it it was something simple as moving my arm just a certain way. There, there was part of the footwork that I did that oh, on like just the crossover step. I mean, it makes no sense whatsoever as far as doing a kata for, for kata's sake. Right. But when you 
tie the technique that was related to that, it, it, it made complete sense. And I naturally just do it in the kata. And so, and what it, what it would do is it would simply give me some leverage on, on techniques and things like that. So finally, finally about October, I figured out that whole natural kata that I, that I was doing on the Oxy Shodan. And, and that's what I was really looking for is what would I do just naturally? Not forget account, forget this, forget all that. And so I finally figured out that, yeah, I'm putting in not only different versions of Nahanshi Shodan, but I'm also, any of these little enhancements on techniques are actually going into these katas as well. And so, and I think that's where, and, and this, this is my opinion, I mean, probably other people will say, no, that's just stupid or whatever. But I think that's where you really get the most benefit out of training in kata is when you really realize that is like your actual techniques actually coming out in the kata. I would say that people shouldn't be dismissing that in any, in any significant way. Because if you're, you just taught, kind of like gave, I don't want to say gave a game away, but you, you hit the nail on the head where you said, you just doing kata for kata's sake it wouldn't make sense. Well, right. if you're just doing kata for kata's sake, then what what are you doing? You're doing a basic exercise. That's it. But even then, like, what the basic uh, exercise needs to be in service of something, right? Like, I mean, it, 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 it's going it, it, to be in service of of learning how to move in some way to make something work. And and there's the debate between is is kata literal or representational. Right. You know, they, they, that that debate can go on forever in a day. But well, I, mean, I mean, I mean, the answer to the debate is yes. Bottom yeah, I mean, it's it, it's both, and I think it just depends on the in the uh, intention of the person that's using it. But when you're actually working stuff that you that you've been working in technique and working with people. And putting that back in your own, not necessarily what you're teaching, but what in your own study mm -hmm. is the next level that people don't do. Yeah. I mentioned this on here. I mentioned this with people. I've had a couple of people come on a Zoom training that I've hosted a couple of times. And, and it's something I've mentioned before where it's like everyone talks about, oh, the next level of training. Well, what is that and with, with Kata? Because you can't because is it just doing Bunkai? Well, I. I, I think it's. I think it goes back to you know as my profession, I'm an engineer. I mean, my day day to day job, I'm an engineer. So my thing is, I want to understand everything I can at all times, and I think people have got to understand that. And and I, I'm going to step back just a minute because I did forget a real important portion of this. Right. Um. The other part of this was. After I got, well, I'll finish up the year. I got to a point where, okay, I, I started understanding it. And that was about, that's probably mid-October. Now, am, am I like, I am the master of all the main, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that at all. But I understood what I was doing. And to me, that's that was the key to what I do, how I do it, what I put emphasis on, how my techniques are created, how my, how, what I do on techniques, things like that. But about near the end of that was, um, and, and I've, I've showed you this, and, and since then I've, I've even gone back and talked to Robbie about this. We used to do this thing. He used to call it the Kempo Kata. Right, all, doing all, the, all, all, the, all the weapon, all, not all the weapons, but all the uh, Kata in our system all together at the same time. Yeah, but it's not... It's not notch one, notch two, notch three. It's not. It doesn't it, go in order. No, it does not go in that order. It it's a way to. It and I asked him about it. And he said, you know, it, it was interesting what he said. He's like, you know, it was just an exercise that I I came up with to really kind of group everything so everybody could see the whole the whole picture of what you're working with instead of looking for this book over here, this book over there, this book over here. It's like, it's like the entire book, you know? Right. And so I started then working on the Hansha Shodan, you know, my 30 minutes. And then I added, added that every, 
every uh, every session and it ended up being where that's really where I honed in on my adaptation of you you've got you got your you got your block kick punch techniques boom 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 nothing wrong with that and that's what they're absolutely there. fundamental yeah they're there you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to do karate without them no you're not you know I, I know some very I wouldn't say strict but very strict in their beliefs let's put or strict in their in their following of, of the art they believe you know this is the only way to do it and it's like well okay that's that's great you you have those techniques you have tweete techniques you know grappling techniques right. you've got you've got kyusho techniques you know more your vital parts vital pressure point techniques um, vital area type techniques things like that the other thing that i don't you know you kind of hear a little bit i mean you also have your temi techniques which you know your stunning type techniques which you, you kind of classify as kyusho kind of not you know but then the other thing that i I really picked up on doing that with Naranchi Shodan was was the entry techniques. I mean, here's your technique, yes. How are you going to enter to get that technique on in a situation? I mean, somebody is not just going to punch you, just, you know, okay, I'm just going to stand here and punch you. No, that's not going to happen unless you are in front of some total dumbass, period. Right, and there's no, there is no great, I want to say that you that you're the one of the only people who's actually mentioned something like that to me. Not the only not the only person, but the only person with what we were doing mm-hmm. in terms of being able to enter into how technique techniques work like that. And 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 there's there's some uh, some I don't, don't want to keep on bringing up quote unquote debates. But there yeah. are like people who would say who would say, well, if you're just having people stand there and throw punches at each other at mid speed, you're not really training. You're just doing, you know, like back and forth training. All right, whatever. Like that that it's not I, helpful. I appreciate that point of view, and and I I definitely see it, and I I definitely agree to it to a point. Absolutely, that but, doesn't dis- disqualify your point of trying to of trying to find entries entries though. Yeah, because I mean, you're still fast and hard, or kind of medium speed, not trying to really hurt anybody. You still need to enter in on the technique, right? I mean, you you get into, I mean, you get people throw haymakers. You get people people that that are boxers that are you know jab jab boom boom you know whatever. Or you get your MMA people. You get into all these different things. And what I really I don't know, I wouldn't say I get irritated, but just kind of, it's kind of like nails on chalkboards whenever people say, oh, that doesn't work. Well, why doesn't it not work? You know, what, what, what are you, what are you doing that's not making it work? How can you, what can you do to make that work? You know, and so, sometimes when you start asking those kind of questions, you got to really step outside the box and really start looking at things like things you wouldn't normally look at. And, and that's kind of what I really started seeing through through an in-depth study of you know just the Nanachi Shodan, but I mean I I wasn't studying all the katas at the same time. I was studying Nanachi Shodan as my primary source, but I was picking up things from other other katas, other techniques, different things like that. So I don't want to say a two-way path, but it's it's kind of your home base and you have roads that go out, but everything kind of leads back to home base, but home base is going to lead you out to other stuff. Right. right. It's, it, it's going to have a fun circular view where, or I guess recyclical view of always coming back to your home, but also being able to kind of use it. I think it goes back to an old principle that we talk about, because I think once you just talked about right there, um, and this is why I wanted to let you go on that, because you're talking about kind of not just saying study one kata for one year, right? Study, right. you know, study earnestly the kata. What the hell does that What's mean? That, I mean, I, I, I think that means something different to everybody. And for me, that meant do whatever I needed to do to break it down, to break me down, what I'm doing with it. What am I doing with it? 
What's the purpose of it? And for me to get just a different vantage point of what I'm doing with it. And so and I think uh, if you're talking about a practicality perspective, there are a lot of people who will say, I don't have a lot of time to put into karate or only have so much time to put into karate. Half an hour isn't bad. <laughs> That's no. pretty good. I think a lot of people don't even take that up. Right. And I, I think, I, I think you really have to be intentional with it as well. I, I think it, I think it gets into what your intention of it is. Is it just to do Nahanshi Shodong or do a kata all year long for 30 minutes? Or is it really to study it? And what, what was interesting is the last week, the last week of the year, I really just kind of had fun with it. And I, I learned, learned some other things, how it shows up in weapons. And so any of the two-handed weapons, I started doing the Hanshi Shodan in one way, shape, or form, trying to do the techniques using Psy, Tombo, Cheesies, Kama. Um, the beloved Kama. Yeah, I know. Hey, hey I'm, let me put one else. I'm starting to light a little bit better. I'm, I'm trying to work on at least once a day, once or twice a day, just kind of, okay, just get over this humps that i don't like about it but there's our 2021 goal get start liking comma it's learn to love the comma again yeah i'm sorry i mean i think the only one i really didn't do that was, was tonfa but i think know. everyone hates tonfa like i think that it's a universe that one student friend of ours steve i told learn tonfa and i said that's gonna be your weapon and he's like all right so he hadn't, he hadn't talked to you in what 20 years or 15 <laughs> I think probably since last last fall, I haven't really come up with him. Anyway, but, then, I, mean, but... I, I, I started seeing the one thing I started seeing with that is I started seeing how Nancy showed on over some of the things that I'm doing, even with the techniques stuff, is showing up in those katas, such as my foot position. It's not, oh, well, you have to have this. You know, I, don't you, I'm, I'm not. I'm not knocking solid fundamentals. I'm not doing that. But once it gets to a point where you're doing that kata for yourself, there are times you're going to shuffle. You're, you're going to do something else. Um, there, there might be a, a combination to where you're wanting to torque your hips a little bit more and you jump from a, from a uh, cat stance into a triangle stance to get a little extra torque on something different things like that and that's the kind of stuff that i was paying attention to so well and it goes in it's interesting that you bring that up because think of it this way now let's say we say we take a beginner somebody yeah. never no experience or whatever we don't you don't teach that person anything but nahachi right and then you take somebody who just got their black belt and have them do the same thing then have, take another person who maybe trained for 10 years have them do the same thing you did the same thing. You're all going to come out differently. Yeah. And because you all have different experiences with it. I mean, if you tell somebody to study who's only just started, they're not going to understand what that means. And somebody yeah. who's only gotten a, maybe five years of training will only understand a portion of what that means. So I think it's proportionate to what the experience of the individual is in how they study. And I think... Sure. what What well, is it? And, and, and I, th I think to add on to your point, I think it's their experience, but I also think it's how their instructor also would kind of guide them in their studies. I, I think a lot do, has to do with how their instructor points them on how they do their study, how they actually self-study on stuff as well. Because you could just say your first year of the curriculum is Nahachi Shodan. Straight up, we know people who are just like, this is just one fighting system. Yeah. And a Hachi Shodan Kata is just a fighting system in a Kata. I'm doing an intentional intentional accent for it. No, no, I guess. Uh, for those who know. The the idea is solid, the, yeah. but there are... Now, let's go back even further to yeah. where this is written in principles of karate. That is never really explained well, expounded on in those it principles is. is it it is it is on on our guiding principle number eight 
In the past, the same kata was studied for three years. Masters would analytically research and perfect their one kata for 10 years or more. I did not do 10. I did one. You know, do, right. not think that, do not think that you have learned to kata and become proud of your success. Pride will lead you to hurt your achievement and virtue and technique. That's pride can be like a poison in the world. You know, boom. Bingo. And, but and that doesn't that, tell you how to do it. It tells you what to do. It doesn't tell you how to do it. It gives it, it that's well, a kind of a moral well, that's, story. That's a, that's a guideline. That's right. a guideline. I mean, it, it's up to how you train, how you study, how you do things. That's up to you. Well, and, but it goes against the guidebook idea on karate, right? Because you can't, well, there, you won't have like a, a manual to be like, all right, step one, Nahachi, this is how we study it. Like, we, we don't have anything like that. And so I think that's why why people kind of gloss over that and, and to a large degree. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I've always I've always taken that guiding principle number eight to to heart a lot. I mean, not just in karate, but also in my profession, everything. And so in in that aspect, I I I now kind of going back to your point, whatever your level of experience. Yeah, this is not a I do not think that this is a beginner training method. I do not think this is a beginner training uh, way to do. I don't think so. I mean, some some I may think totally differently, and that's totally cool. I, I think you definitely have to have the experience. I think you have to have the maturity. I think you. I, I think you also have to have a little bit of vision to kind of really reach to really look at something like that from that kind of perspective right and i think i mean it goes to your point too where it depends on your teacher where ultimately if the teacher isn't going to be able to teach you let let me let me rephrase uh your honor the when i learned these things off the bat it seemed rather thin to me because all i had was learning the kata which was at the time seemed very easy because it was just practicing the technique practicing the form mm-hmm. and then you had the principles yeah right and there just didn't seem to be much in between right and you just did the yeah. kata and you looked at the principles you like <laughs> you did the kata you looked at the principles maybe you had a couple examples on technique you did them i think that's where a lot of people end up being stuck yeah. And I think when you have people who can show you lots of examples and show you lots of ideas, you know, everyone kind of gets their, their motor going and they're like, yeah, I finally get it or whatever, because they were shown someone else's version of what their study is, which is important. Right. But it isn't showing you, you know, this is what the value of the year of the kata is or like one, one year one kata is. Right. You're just seeing some results. Yeah. At best. Of yeah. what someone else has done. Exactly. So I think what your story is here or what, what your experience was here is valuable, is more valuable than that because it's showing your experience from that. But that's only your experience because you had at that point, what, 20 years of training, almost 30 years of training? No, it was probably not quite 25. Yeah, but I'm close, close to it. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, definitely well over 20 years. Absolutely. But I think the other thing, though, is, I mean, going back to, you know, one of the most important lessons that I've learned from since Oyata was, you know, when that night when he says, I can, you, you know, do my technique. And then, you know, very quietly, he says, I can't do yours either. And it really, that really impressed on me. And I, I think that's where the start of that, of me doing that came from. And I think the... Just the subtle lessons there are an example of time needing to be built up. And to a degree, it's always the two sides of it. A teacher needs to be able to provide these experiences, but the student needs to be able to reach into them. Anyone who's taken martial arts seriously needs to to reach outside their their home base. But you have to ultimately come back to that home base. Right. Because you need to take all these experiences. Because I see all these people like run off to seminars, run yeah. off like go internationally train or whatever, and they come back and and you know I learned this, I learned that, and I did this, I didn't learn this, got it, whatever. Okay, that's all great. How does this overall make you a better martial artist or create a better home style for yourself? Well, I mean. 
I'll, I'll even go one further. How do you know who you are? Bottom line. I mean, not to get into psychological or whatever. <laughs> We're asking a lot of metaphysical questions of our audience right now for the New Year's Year. <laughs> who are you? Why are you listening? Go do something. <laughs> well, and, and I mean, the main thing, like I said, the main thing, I just really felt, I, I felt the void in my life. And I felt really lost. And I really just went back to what are the basics of the things that I care about? Boom, boom. And that's, and that's, and, that, and, that, and that's, that's why I ended up doing it. Um, and to be perfectly honest, this is the first time I've ever even shared, I've shared bits and pieces of things that I got out of it with, with you, but I've never sh shared what I did, how I did it, some of the things that I, a lot of the things that I found, different stuff like that, or where I found it from. So, and I don't think anyone could talk about it because this is very specifically your experience, right? Right, exactly. I mean, if you do the same thing, you're going to get something totally different. Yeah, and my yeah. motivation, the you had a very specific motivation. Yeah, and a good one. But a very specific one, a, a one that motivated um, just from essentially what you just said. Who are you? What are you trying? How are you trying to identify with this stuff? Yeah. The uh, that's where I feel maybe other people who train in more com more combatively don't necessarily get the same benefit. Maybe. Yeah. Not necessarily, yeah, or, or I, they don't have that I, mindset. I, I, I can, I can see that. I, I, I can definitely see that. Yeah, but, but I think that's my that's my point with people who, who try to accumulate so much stuff. Yeah, from like, from seminars and and, and the, the idea that you're just going back to your basics with everything you've learned. Yeah. With everything you've experienced, right? Yeah. And build and not saying two months, not saying three months, not saying six weeks, not any stupid gimmicks. You you dedicated yourself to just a year of doing one thing. Right. Now, don't don't be wrong. I you know, I definitely trained in other stuff. Right. You know, but I I just took thirty minutes every day. That was it. So yeah, but do the math there over over an entire year. What is that? Get out and get out. You're the math guy. I'm not. I mean, that's that's uh, nine, ten. That's almost uh, eleven, eleven hundred minutes. So if you look at that, you're looking at five that by sixty. You're looking at what? Close to what? Uh, I mean, you're looking at. 180 to 100 about 180 hours okay so close to four days five days huh close to a five-day week overall yeah well not, yeah must about eight day, eight eight days in total yeah so because i mean you got 169 hours in one week so yeah you're the math guy i'm not <laughs> sorry I'm a pound the pound the fist on on the on the table guy, um, but I mean, I, that, I, I mean that's. No, go ahead. Sorry. Good. No, 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 I didn't mean to interrupt you. Sorry. No, go ahead. I I got literally another. No, I was. I mean, I guess I was just kind of curious what when I was telling all this. I mean, what what really came out for you? I mean, I'm just kind of curious what you. Well, because I'm remembering. Because I didn't realize this until you said the year. Because I thought this was much later. But until you said the year, I I remember because that was I remember when that happened. Yeah. Because I didn't realize that happened as a result of what um, your losses have been. Yeah. And then I'm thinking like at, from then until now, kind of our conversations and things that had happened. 
and kind of how we've been looking at things and just thinking like, wow, a year of study did that. And it also probably led to other things unconsciously. Yeah. That I think I don't want to, you know, bring that up quite yet, but I think that clears the mind to just focus. But it also talked about like, when we talk about teachers training, right? When we're talking about people who've trained for a long time and now train others, what their training should be. I've seen people just not know what to do, how mm-hmm. to f- f- differentiate their own training. Well, and I think know. this is exactly it. It's it's one of the things, at least, that they need to do, is to take a half an hour a day. You have one thing to work on. What's the one thing you're working on? Yeah. Yeah, and then I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I... I, I think overall, I think it totally balanced me in what I've what I've done. What I, you know, I, I think it also really pointed out in my training a little bit of you know, hey, I don't need to learn five or six jokadas. I don't need to learn. I don't have to have five bokata. I don't have to have all this stuff. What what do I need to really get me going? I, I don't need this. I don't need that. I don't need this. But then on the same token, it's like, I do need this. I do need that. I mean, it really focused in on where I needed to spend my time at. To have, take time to refocus, I think, is, is important. I think... I think one thing we can encourage people to do in this new year, no matter how this year turns out, right? Because we didn't know. Hey, when we started 2020 last year, I've been doing. I was doing some of the kind of re-edits on some of the older episodes, and just listening to how we were like reacting to the updates of everything. Uh, we we had no idea that what was to happen, right? Yeah. But I think, despite everything else, you have this. You have your study. I think people forget that. Yeah. And I, I, I don't blame them. We, we are just the ficklest of beings who have every, every little facet of knowledge and just don't know what to do with it. So I think, I guess one thing we can encourage people to do is not necessarily your method, but find a method of study in this regard that works best for you and do it. Yeah. I mean, I, see what I think... works. Tell us, write us. We have an email. Yeah. Well, I, I think the other thing, though, is, I mean, even after doing that, I think I was shocked at what I ended up getting out of it. What do you think is the I, biggest I, thing you got out of it? I guess not biggest thing, but most important to thing that you still carry around today, you feel? I, I would say just my overall insight on, I mean, how I can look at something just like like that and know know how it relates to this, how it relates to that. And I know certain people would get mad at me. I, I won't we won't get into that. Because somebody would ask me, well what what's your take of that? And I'm like, well I think that this, 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 and I think you know, if you do this, this, and this, it, it'll it'll accentuate you know, make your technique better. I mean, just different things like that. I mean it, it's like I'm able to either see advancements in someone's technique or skill level or know how to break it down a little bit better to where it's like they can work on something more fundamental and then make that better. I, I think that's one of the things that I really, really got out of it probably the most, you know, especially, you know, Instructing people, I, I, I think that's key. Yeah, and I think it's the acuity of being able to know, okay, this is what, what I learned from doing this. How to bet, and, and it's kind of the, an issue with a lot of people who go through kind of a, a, a point of self-reflection and a point of self, self-renewal self is that they don't know how to kind of make that apparent without being like, I did this thing. Oh man, I've really, you know, gone from here to there. Like, um, and they don't, and they know how to kind of say it. 
but it, it, it's never effective to anyone else because they don't go through that. That only that person went through that. Yeah. And I think the other thing now, now I've got in a couple more seconds to kind of knock out some of the gray matter in my head. Um, I, I think the other thing that I really got is depending upon your intentionality of your training is what you're really going to get out of it. it. I mean, it's something simple and cliche to say, but you know, if you're really working your techniques, if you're really working, you know, how, how to move through your katas, you know, working on your hips, looking at these kind of things, different things are going to influence you and you may not even know it. And, and I, I think, I think that, that one, I think, I think the shock, I think the big shock was, how I was putting little parts of te- literally little parts of technique into my how I naturally do Nazi Shona. And I, I think to me, I thought that was really it was an eye opener to where it's like all your training comes back and it's kind of, kind of like what Mr. Yada used to say or Sensei Yada would say is same, same. He'd always say that same thing, same thing, same thing, same thing, same thing. You know, all the time he'd say that. And, you know, I I think I kind of finally get it a little bit more today. Is like, yeah, this is part of it. This is part of it. This is part of it. It eventually, it's all going to come together. And how how you make it come together is up to you. Bottom line, but you got you you got to figure it out. You can't take somebody else's word at some seminar or wherever else or. Or your sensei, or um, or a podcast. Well, yeah, I mean, you you, you got to figure it out. But I, I think it's important to even tell people, it's like, this is what I'm trying to work out. Yeah, and and yeah. you even you got to spend time alone to do that. But you also have to know when it's okay to talk to others and and, and try to figure stuff out as well. And and I I, you know, I mean you bring up a really good point. I mean I I had some really good people that I was training with <laughs> at the time that were really supportive, and I mean they were they were knowledgeable as well too. I mean they they had been doing this you know twenty to I mean one of the guys I was working with had been doing this almost 35 years yeah. at that, at that point. So whenever I bring something up to him, he was, a, I, I don't know if critical would be it, but it was a awesome sounding board. Cause he, he would juncture in like, okay, hang, what about this? What about this? What about this? And it'd get him excited about it, you know? And, and he'd start, you know, messaging me through the weeks. Like, Hey, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? I'm, I'm thinking about that. You know, and so it 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 started really kind of feeding itself after a while. So which which is a good thing. So yeah. So I guess the thing we can say is you know know yourself, but know the people around you too. Yeah. Make make sure you got a train somebody that you can totally trust as a training partner. Yeah. Because I don't think anybody no martial art was built with one person. No, not that I know. Of. Yeah, and. Um, I think that's that's the that's an I think an important side part of this. Absolutely. Where it, as much as your own side, as much as your own individual training will go, those people in your life will help define it. And yeah. if you're not willing to reach out to them for it, then yeah, anyway. cool. Anything you want to edit on? No, I, I think that's uh, that's it. I mean, I I mean the main thing is is you know I mean we we've talked about this for a while and. Like I said, I've never really, I've never published anything. I've never really spoke about the entire process. I've never really, what I did on it. I mean, a lot of people said, oh, I want to know, what did you do? What did you do? What did you do? You know, I've had a lot of people say that, but, you know, this is probably the first first time I've ever really, really even talked anything about it in, in great detail. So. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're sharing it with us, and I'm. I think we're we. This is another thing we can. We will hone on. I think on another time during the month, where we'll talk about you know what, how long should we be spending on one thing, and I think that's that might be another subject for another time. But cool. 
Cool. So into the new year, Jeremy, what are we, what are you working on? Well, <laughs> yeah, right, right now I'm trying to get my arm a little better. Um, I was going through some stuff, working on some, some, uh, dead hand techniques and different katas and stuff. And basically hyperextended my elbow. So, I'm, so it's, it's nice and swollen and it's, um, yeah, I, I'm, I, maybe people are hearing this compression sleeve kind of roll up and down my arm and it's like I'm trying to keep it going so I can get this get the swelling out but that, that was a lot of what I was working on last week week and a half two weeks of the end of the year I, it was kind of just some of the things were kind of interesting I was picking up I mean it wasn't one thing. I mean, I'd, I'd work with it with Psy, and then I'd work try to work on empty hand techniques with it, and coming from different angles and stuff. So that, that was a lot of what I was working with. It just got you in the wrong place, and then you got that hyperextension. Well, I mean, I'm getting older, and it's like I think I got a little too excited and put a little too much power, and yeah, I shouldn't have done that. So. Yeah. It's another learning lesson. Don't do that. So. <laughs> and I think I'm I'm, I'm gonna try to take 20, on. I'm, I'm not 25 anymore. So, are any of us? God. Uh, what uh, what I'm looking at doing, similar to what you were doing, but possibly not as not with the same motivation, is looking at Saison, mm-hmm. and just trying to put study into Saison that it's needed it's something i've actually shown it's been one that god has i've shown online a couple of times and i think it's something i want to improve on it's something i want to make good i kind of want to make make mine i've made nisei kind of a demo kata but seisan i think is one of those katas that everyone has to some degree but mm-hmm. is also we have a very specific version of it that's only ever done that it's only a also done by another brother style so work on that show it uh work on the details of it and just possibly follow your method with a you know my own variation cool cool well is there any uh, parting words of new year's joy you wish to share with the world jeremy hey, um <laughs> no not really it's just something funny just kind of came up i mean i mean since i mean cobra kai in the third season came out and so it's been it's been fun catching up with a few friends and people who've watched it, who accidentally binge watch, even though they didn't want to. But and so it, it's, um, I guess, parting word is Cobra Kai never dies. So it's kind of. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I guess. All right. Uh, we'll be talking about that on the show. We will. Probably for the end of January. So, I mean, January is going to be maybe a banner month for us. But, uh, yeah, Cobra Kai, I guess, suppose, suppose never, because nothing never dies anymore. Um, but, uh, yeah, everybody have a safe and uh, happy beginning of the year. And uh, don't forget to keep training.